Good morning, Gloucester. Welcome back to Fishtown Local. And I, today, have as my guest, my favorite cop in Gloucester. Hey, a Gloucester cop as original as it gets. The famous General, Scott Duffany. And you said my name right, so you're not going to get a ticket for another year. Yeah. I like that. Tell yeah. that to the meter maids, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome, man. Thanks for taking the day after 4th of July. That's, that's... Yeah. I always say I always have time for you, Gordo, and I want to say right off the bat, I appreciate you coming forth and asking me to be on here. It's an honor to be here, my friend. Well, the theme of the show is the most interesting people in Gloucester, and you stand out in the cop force. Everybody knows you. I appreciate it. If they that. don't know your name, I go, you know that guy who's so friendly. They yeah. go, oh, yeah, the general. They usually say they're not, but that's fine. <laughs> Nuts are nice, too. Well, let's start from the beginning. Are you actually from Gloucester? Yes, I am. Wow. Born and bred Gloucester yep. High? 54 years ago. Oh. What was your neighborhood school you went to? I started at East Gloucester for my first two years. And then I went to Eastern Avenue for 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Awesome. Yeah. Eastern Avenue. I'm trying to think where that school is. Well, it'd be where Para Research is now. Okay, of course it was. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's actually a nice building. Yeah. That's you, a great you, you could go on for lunch, which that's is good, because the lunch there was terrible. <laughs> and then did you go right into copying? Uh, well, I'll be honest with you, Gordon. I went to school to be a broadcaster. Oh. And I went to Northeast Broadcasting in Boston, which is up on Marlboro Street. I yeah. think it's still there. Not maybe a wrecking ball later by now. But, <laughs> but the problem is, is that I... Got a couple of good breaks. I do the Bruins old timers games for uh, Eastern Advertising, oh. which is a company out of Newton. <clears throat> Excuse me, I got a cold, so bear with yeah. me. Uh, and I, for years, worked here. I was one of the original employees here. Myself and John Randez, I did cable TV, hockey, football, and basketball oh. for 32 years here. Was it called New England Cable? It, it was New England Cable yeah. Vision. Yeah. Yeah. I was one of the first guys wow. to get it in my house, too, because <laughs> I wanted the Cubs, and they had WGN. Oh, that's right. So, yes, yeah, so you are an inveterate. Why are you such a Chicago fan? Well, I'm like you. I dare to be different. <laughs> you have the Chicken Shack. I have uh, the Duffin Stuff show. I started in high school, oh. and uh, I had my own show on, on the announcements the guy I, I did the uh, i wanted to have a broad audience so i made sure i did the soap opera for the girls yes and i did all the sports scores and the wrestling results for the guys and yeah. i was a legend <laughs> i don't want to sound narcissistic but it's just the truth and i noticed you stuck the wrestling in there oh i love wrestling you let's know that. let's talk about wrestling yeah. let's we can do that, that. we can so, do that and what how did you get the name well i'll be honest with you Yes. Uh, what wound up happening with that was when I first became a police officer, we always did a fundraiser. And it wasn't making a lot of money. Mm. So I was new. Of course, when you're new, you just shut your mouth yeah, down right, and you don't right. get involved in nothing. <laughs> yeah. Now they can't get rid of me, which is their fault. <laughs> and they said, Scott, why don't you do something? And of course, I was always very close friends with Killer Kowalski. So I said to Killer, I says, why don't we have a show down here uh, for the police? Because he always did all the police yeah. and fire benefits. Man, he must be 89 he, He's gone. He's, he's gone. He's retired, yeah. he's, yeah. He's retired yeah. from, from life. He's, oh. he's passed away. Bruno San Martino. He's still alive. He's 83. Killer Kowalski. Yeah. Who was, who was the other person? Chief J. Strongbow. Of course. All those guys. I used to watch them all in New York yep. growing up on Absolutely. In black That's and white on WPIX. Yes, yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> 1130 at night. <laughs> it's such a I'm going to start throwing out names. And, and you know, I'll know, know them. Yeah, yeah. I'll know them. So, so the first few years, I basically got it set up, cable TV, put it on the on the uh, channel 12, and I basically put, booked and promoted the show with Kowalski. Yeah. And then uh, when Richard Byrne, who's also passed away, unfortunately, two very dear friends of mine, took over the uh, wrestling because Walter was up in his age now when he was retiring. Mm -hmm. He basically oversaw it, but he wasn't, you know. But God love him, he was about 80, he was still jumping in the ring. <laughs> uh, he said, you know what we ought to do? We're doing real good here, but you know, I think it'd be good if we got you involved. And I said, what do you mean yeah. get me involved? And that was something I always wanted to do, but yeah. you know, 
I didn't want to get hurt either. Oh, you had never I'm, wrestled yeah, before that. And I'm not on the job. Yeah. Now, if I get hurt in that ring, I'm screwed. Period. Yeah, good point. Uh, you know, and the yeah. city's not, and I wouldn't expect them to do that. <laughs> so to make a long story short, the first year I, I ring announced a couple times, I managed, I, used to, I managed King Kong Bundy a couple times. <laughs> so then Richard Burns says, what would you think about getting in the ring for a match? I think it would draw a lot of people. And I go, well, that's all well and good, Richard, but I'm not going to embarrass myself, mm -hmm. the wrestling business, or the police department. You, you could have said, I'll do it, but against Kowalski. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. fight the 80-year-old. Yeah. He'd probably hit me with a bottle of Geritol <laughs> and pin me. But the, the, but the bottom line is, is that I didn't want to embarrass the police. I didn't want to embarrass myself or the wrestling business because yeah. I have a lot of respect for the wrestling business. He said, well, how about if we get you some training? He says, if you, if you get trained, will you do it? I said, yeah, I will if you train me. So I went in there for a few nights and they showed me the basics, yeah. how to do things. And I got involved. But you were real wrestling. You weren't doing show wrestling. You uh, were trying to win. Right? Yes, I was. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I was also, uh, actually, we'll get to that in a few minutes about, about how that almost backfired yeah. on me. But the bottom line is, Kowalski always taught me one thing. When you get in that ring, if you've got a wise guy in there, you'll know right away because he's going to try to hurt you. You better be able to take care of yourself because if you don't, you're going to have a problem. That's right. And uh, actually, the last match we did, a guy tried to pull that. He didn't. He didn't like the idea of what was going to happen, and he and he wasn't very honest. And shame on him. <laughs> but then, what are you going to do if you're in the middle? Of, you know, you yeah. got people watching you. You're the victim. I'm not going to yeah. get in a fist fight with the person to ruin yeah. the show. Yeah. So I had to kind of contain myself. I won, which got him even madder, and he walked out, and I never saw him again. And hopefully never got in a ring again, Why, as I'm were, telling you. Were you supposed to lose, so to speak? Uh, oh, no. I was no. always going to win. All right. Okay. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. learned one thing about the wrestling business. Make sure you got the pencil when you promote. Yeah. That way you never lose. <laughs> you, I'm not stupid. <laughs> you get to pick your opponent. Yeah. I, go, I, I went to college in Wisconsin, and I remember I had this friend who was down in a little factory town called Beloit. Yep. And we went down there, and they had this gigantic wrestling auditorium. Had to been the crusher down there. He was from Milwaukee. He's the guy that made oh. Milwaukee famous, Reggie, <laughs> Reggie Lasowski. Yeah, oh, yep. might have been. But Because this is a while ago. This is 71 or something. Uh, oh, yeah, we're prime then. He started in so, the 50s. It was so phony, though. I could not yeah. believe it. How And they had the guy had a fork. And whenever the ref would turn around, he'd fork the guy yep. in the head. But yep. you, if you were looking close, he'd miss my That's that, fork, that folks. Just yeah. so you know, we're not swearing. Yeah. It's a yeah. family yeah. show. Yeah. Fork. And, and then the the other guy had a blood thing, a yeah. blood bag, and he'd go, ah, and hit his forehead. And the people would almost yeah. try to kill the villain. Yeah. Yeah. And they were throwing chairs yeah. at him from the thing as it's he walked just, out. It's just like acting, and you know about yeah. that. Oh, yeah. You have to captivate people. That's it. You've got to bring them into the grasp, yeah. and that's Can't what do I do. Can't do it too soon. Nope. Yeah. And you got to know when to come up, when to come down, <laughs> so the match is completely entertaining. <laughs> totally. And you have to know when to do things and when not to do things. But the crowd. That gentleman didn't understand that. <laughs> exactly. He went the hard way. The crowd in Wisconsin. In the, they were in tears. Huge they were. They Huge totally believed Chicago, everything. Milwaukee was yeah. a hotbed. They were trying to kill this guy when he was even the villain. And yeah. it was like the cops. They were gun, a multi-billionaire. And they, they went sort of near me. And I remember the cops going, hey, it's just a show. Because this one guy had a night, you know, well, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to tell you a great story that you say that. One night I'm at the Garden. I believe it was 71. I was, at, I was one of the first matches my father told me to. I was eight. I'm at, we're down in the uh, Loge in the old Garden. And Black Jack Mulligan was fighting Pedro Morales, and it was a non-title match. And the deal was, if Mulligan beat him, he got a title match the next month. Well, somebody handed him a pair of brass knuckles, and he hit Pedro Morales, and three-quarters of the audience were Spanish. And they were very into Pedro Morales. One, two, three, Pedro got pinned. Next thing you know, a guy jumped in the ring with a knife. Right down his arm and his leg, Mulligan had 350 stitches. 
Gorilla Monsoon jumped in the ring and grabbed the guy and threw him at the feet of the police. They thought it was part of the show when the guy got away. So oh like you said, God. what's live and what's Memorex? Yeah. And that's a true that's, story. What? That's documented. Yeah. Where was that? It in was Boston Garden. Oh, Boston yeah. Garden. Yeah, and there's a lot of horror shows. I can tell you, I've been going there since I was eight years old. I still go all the time. <laughs> I've actually got some of my brothers to go with me now. Now, when you wrestle, though, there's no script. You're actually out to win. Well, I, I, I'm out to win, but I'm, I'm not going to lie to you and say yeah. the things aren't Right, because you don't want to win in three seconds. No, no, you got to make the thing no. play out. And, and yeah. what I give myself credit for, right up to 50-odd years old, I had the longest match of the night. Now I'm going to give you one of the greatest <laughs> greatest compliments that was ever given to me besides you telling me what a nice policeman I am. And I appreciate that, Gordo. I like people that differ like myself. There's very few of us left. Uh, one night about five years ago I'm in there and I'm getting changed. I'm into my wrestling gear. Spandex, right? Yeah, yeah. No, and I actually oh. dress up like a military person. Oh, okay. And uh, that, like actually, that actually yeah. comes down from the gas stage, which you remember yeah. me from. I will go back to that in a minute. <laughs> and real quick, uh, there was two guys that actually had just left the big time. WWE. It was WWF. Yeah. One was Greg Valentine, and one was Brutus Beefcake, who's best friends with Hulk Hogan. We brought them down to see if we could draw some money with them. So they were on the match after me. That was supposed to be the main match. Mm. So I'm getting dressed. Well, Beefcake looks out, and he opens the curtain, and he says, Wow, look at the crowd we drew. And Greg Valentine says, do you really think you drew the crowd? Because he had wrestled me for me before Valentine. He says, half those kids weren't even alive when you were in your main. And they're here to see the general. And he's laughed it off, thought it was funny. Now, here is where Gloucester comes through for me. On the next match, it was a, it was a, it was a dog collar match. Myself and the guy chained in between. We had dog collars around our neck. We ran all over the place, threw each other on the wall. I believe this gentleman next to you was there. I went up in the cafeteria, smashed him with a tray. The place went crazy. All right? My match is over. I won. I go back to the dressing room. Next thing you know, these two guys that were talking are all dressed up, ready to go. They walk out. The place was empty. Everybody left when my match was over. So Valentine looks at Beefcake and says, you still think you drew everybody, Brewers? And he got all bent out of shape. So that was kind of nice. Costa oh, came through, <laughs> yeah. and that's kind of a good story. Well, who won between Valentine and... Uh, it was a tag team match, and nobody oh, cared. There so was nobody, nobody there. <laughs> I think the janitor and the cop that was on duty saw the show. That was about it. It was down to two people. Even Jim left. <laughs> yeah, Jim, Jim, Jim left. It was too hot in there. That's our engineer, Jim Capillo. That's right. That's correct. Who, well, I, who, I I, and I, who, by the way, I went to school with his, his wife, Ann, who's a lovely girl. Yeah. Probably my second favorite girl after my wife. <laughs> my wife's number yeah. Uh -huh. You know, I always liked your landlady. I don't know if you're still up on Marshawn Street. Oh, I haven't been there in years. That's what I thought. But yeah, I got my own house on the Road. Sharon Lowe. Yes. Yeah. Yep, she I lived there for a while. Yes, she was a nice lady. Yeah. Very nice lady. And, and, and as long as we're talking cops, there was another cop, a great cop. He's no longer with us. He was my second favorite cop, Aaron Patrick uh, He was my best friend. He was the best. And while we got this on, July 17th, which is a week from this coming yeah. Monday, is our big charity tournament. Oh. All proceeds go to his son. Oh, great. And oh, good. I, I golf every year in it. I golf. A lot of guys do it. And it's a lot of hard work. A lot of guys do a lot of great stuff in that, and it's good, and the money goes to Aaron's kid. He called me one day across the street. Hey, he did like you. We hey, used to talk Gordon, about me. Yeah, he'd say, hey, go out, go out. And I'd cross the street over to him, and he'd go, hey, I was watching the Chicken Shack last night. Another character. Goes, yeah. See, we guys characters yeah, get along. He loved the shack. Yes, and he, he did. And he said, you know, a lot of cops watch the Chicken Shack. Yes. You but, know? but me and him, well, admit to it. They won't. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's above them. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It's, it's stratospheric. Yeah. But when you talk about the general, that's actually not my wrestling name. It is not. Now, I started when I was pumping gas for, Ch for Ch Charlie Foss, before I even knew you, uh, Teddy Costa Jr., 
His father was a police officer with me. Teddy now is one of the bosses of Massport Fire Department up at the airport. Gotcha. And he used to call me Colonel Petroleum as a joke. <laughs> so, Petroleum, okay, right. yeah. so when I got on the police force, they called me Colonel because everybody used to get their gas there. All the cops, they all knew okay. me before I was even yeah. a policeman. Which I've been a 30-year cop, by the way, just to throw that Wow. In. Did yes. you just make it 30? I mean, I, just, I started working my 30th year March 15th. Wow. I'm in my 30th year. That's great. So make a long story short, when I went to the academy, they, used to, they were calling me Colonel. So when we went to graduate, the uh, sergeant, Sergeant Pat Silvera, God love her, she's retired now in Somerville, Mass., by the way. Hi, Patty, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> she says... During one of the speeches, when I get called up, you know, I get my badge pinned on. She says, I think from now on, instead of Colonel, what he we put him through and what he put us through, you are now the general. <laughs> and that was my name, the general. And I've had it ever since. Now that's, so I'm kind of proud of that. That story has a kernel of truth. Yes, so it does. I really, and it's, uh, not a, it's not a Libby's corn kernel. It's a regular kernel. <laughs> that's great. That's right. Well, while you're sipping there, I'm going to tell you my favorite uh, Aaron Petrican story. Oh, they got to be because, good. They're all good. Well, this one was so <clears> strange <throat> because the Easter Point... Uh, residents had a little civil war about 15 years ago and it came down to the authority of did the association have the ability to tax its yeah. residents i vaguely remember yeah. this and so vaguely. they had a big brouhaha about it and they rented the uh cape Air museum which was called the historical society then and in the basement they had all of these stuffy uh you know eastern point residents all yeah. dressed to the nines everybody in their best gentlemanly behavior well the thing became, and Aaron was hired to just... He was the East Cruise if he yeah. is. He loved that guy. I like downtown. Yeah. He liked East Cruise. Yeah, so he was, no, but it was that he was in the museum. Oh, so okay. he was on duty there okay. just to keep, he was laughing, saying, yeah, like I'm going to have any work tonight. Yeah. Well, it became this thing. There were I'm sure it did. I, I can imagine who was and, over there. And I remember Joe Garland and Crandall, big yep. the big American Air Club, yep. they got in this rather heated thing. Wow. And these other two guys, this guy, Peter and Paul, they got up and got in between them, but then they started threatening Joe. And, uh, they had almost came to fisticuffs, and poor Aaron, he's there looking around. Even the old ladies are ready to punch each other out yeah. because this was over money. And you know how that is. Yes. And it doesn't matter where you live. The root of all and, evil. And at some point, it was so funny, and it was like everybody was screaming and yelling because yeah. it was a fake vote where the yeah. first vote was had and the motion fade failed. Yeah. And then they said, oh, we never counted the absentee ballots. Oh, yeah. And suddenly the vote changes. You're talking about wrestling not being yes. at the level. Sounds like I you were the match that. there. And the result changes. Everybody goes, ah! Yes. And it was like a Russian parliament meeting or something. And no punches got thrown, but it was pretty good. And poor Aaron was there. He didn't know what to do. And he was pushing the people apart. And yet he was going, where the hell are we? Are we the generals wrestling yeah, that's right. And you know, I swear, and you know, but all these. There was things. always two Joes in town. They're up yeah. there in age, and one of them's oh. still with us that you never messed around with Joe yeah. Garland and Joe Orange. Oh, Joe Nine, Orange. 365 oh. with shorts on. The tree warden, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, or, yeah. He, he, the last in the woods. The, yeah. In the woods. Yeah. He walked in the Y one yeah. day and says, You people haven't got enough weights for me. And he walked out the door and he was 85 years old then. But did he ever get. Was he not seen again? No, he oh, no, he died. He's still, died he's still, he's still yeah, in there, too. Yeah. He used to write. The most yes. wonderful letters, kind of inflammatory. I want to say years back, he worked up in the, either the Lawrence Tribute or something. He had something, something to do with the paper. Yeah, I remember when Might he first started the writing. News he, Beverly Times, something like he that. He was kind of reactionary, but yeah. then he started writing on behalf of Trace. Yeah, and on behalf yep. of saving what we yeah. got. That watershed's and, huge with him. Exactly. He'd rather see yeah. his own house burn down than that watershed That's get right. in trouble. So, so I, I think he, he saved a lot of it. Yeah. Yes, he yeah. did. Yeah. And you know, with people like that, and yeah. I'm 
dedicated, you wouldn't have anything. And in the 70s and 80s, Gloucester hadn't turned its consciousness around then. Yep. Like now the boards do it like you got to convince us. But yep. in those days, it was like whatever you want, you know? You know the old saying, Gordon, and I think we're both guilty of this. You have to bedazzle them with bullshit. And if you do, it's good. <laughs> That's great. And they listen to it. See, on cable, you can say that. That's, That's right. great. You well, know believe I mean? me, if I didn't think I would, I, you would have kicked me out of the table. <laughs> and I got shots on. I might have hurt. Might have been Joe Orange's shots I got on. <laughs> well, that's great. So uh, we have it that Scott wears orange shorts. No, under his, actually, they're uh, blue so shorts. Yeah, he's he's kind of exacerbating yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Blue shorts. Blue shorts. That's great. Well, so um, what's the word on the street? Was it a good to Fiesta, a good for it? Well, I'm going right? to be honest with you. Yeah. I, since I have the years in, I don't work the Fiesta. Great. I did it for 25 years. Great. I'm 54 years old now. Yeah. I'll save my fight for the wrestling match. Oh, that's good. Did you work the parade? No, I did not. Yeah, because I thought I saw you. I yelled to you, nope. and then I realized that's not him. Nope. So that's nope. great. I, yeah. I spend that with my family. Yeah. I start oh, June 20th, and I always go back July 12th, yeah. and I enjoy it. My birthday. That, that's, I like that you I'll celebrate that. it that way. Yeah, nice exactly. little hit there. I'll make always sure Walgreens yeah. I got a sale. I'll slide in there. For that's a week from present. tomorrow, right? Yeah. That's right. A that's week from tomorrow. <laughs> Day before I go back on vacation, so I got no excuse to buy you yeah. something. Got plenty of free yeah. time. Well, I think these things are going pretty well in the city. You know, we have our problems. We go up, we go down, we run out of money, we have money. Yeah. I, I personally, and you don't have to answer this, uh, but I really enjoy Safathia as a mayor. She's like us. She's you a know? character. She is a character. She is a person. Yeah. She, you know, sooner or later she cares more about the city going on as yep. it was at least she'll sit down and talk to you, you gotta yeah. give her that i mean even that new library proposal said it all you in the beginning oh sure i'll go along with that then every she starts listening everybody's squawking she goes wait it really is going to change the street suddenly it's like don't expect me to pay anything no. and so at this point that's a good way to that, slow that library has been on and oh. off for years ongoing oh. and i'm going to give you a little pun you know why the library's always got issues a lot of the people there aren't well read get it well read that's a good one yeah. now you know I became a cop because I wasn't going to make it as a comedian. <laughs> it's, it's great. Well, let's see. What else? Because I want to get you back to work on time. Yep. Actually, I, uh, I, uh, I made sure I took a two-man detail so I could help Gordo out. And, I like that. But I still got 15 minutes, Gordo. That's right. So we're like... We <laughs> and I got to have 15 our... more minutes of mouth because I don't shut up. So you come up with something. Come on now. <laughs> That's all right. So... Uh, 15 <laughs> years I ran Tally's. Three years I ran Charlie Foster Rest of Souls Gas Station. I met you at Tally's. I remember that. Was that at... Did you run Charlie Foster's on Eastern Avenue? He wasn't downtown before. I started Eastern Avenue, and he was downtown, the top so. of Union Hill. That's what I thought. I worked there for yeah. two years, and then Merlin Hunt saw a big coup, and he grabbed me for tallies. Oh. And, I, and I was there ever since. Oh. And when I left, Merlin says, you know something? I think I can get away with not having you kidding around. I says, yeah. Merlin, this will be a vacant lot in the year. I lied. Six months it was Six a vacant months. lot. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I underestimated myself. Yeah. Well, let's tallies now. Remember they went out of biz because they thought a Starbucks was going in there because my buddy uh, Baron yeah. got kicked out. Yeah. He moved out Baron's pretended nice he liked it. I love Baron. Mm. I loved him, and he was so convenient there. Yeah. And then they got everybody moved out on the basis of, you know, and not a bird in the hand, but the yeah. two of the bush. Yeah. They never came through. And no. then is Both it even open again? Uh, I know the gas pumps is Energy North. I don't think Tally's has anything okay. to do with it. I guess not. And right around the corner here is where they have the records now. They got the building right around the so corner. So they got here. out. Yep. They got out. Yep. Wow. So that's the last I heard. I mean, that's sort of sad when you think about Palazzolas and Tally's. Yep. And, you know, but I guess that's life. Well, look at Main Street. When yep. we were kids, 
You didn't yeah. have to go out of town for Christmas shopping. No, for you had, anything, yeah. You had Kreskies, you had Grants, you had Elmies, you had yeah. Woolworths. Now, huh. kids listen to this now. Yeah. Listen, I say, where the heck was that? I mean, just try to buy a pair of underwear, Could, right? The, the big Orange deal, or not. Yeah. The big deal, when I was a kid, my father had Wednesdays off, and he worked at the A&P for almost 40 years with Mr. Capello's father. Oh. Okay, that's how oh. I first met him. So make a long story short, the big deal was to run home from school. He'd be waiting for me at the top of the hill. I'd jump in the car with him. We'd go down to the Cape Ann Diner, which is now the Rose Beef Place. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Chicks are Supreme. Same building. Supreme, yeah. same building. Yeah. And as you can tell, that, was a, that yeah. was a diner. And the funny thing was, is the gentleman that owned that, his name was Michelle, his last name. He and my father moved up together, the families from Fall River, because they grew up in Fall River. So make a long story short, the big deal was you get down. I'd have a sugar cookie from Skis if I was good, Never. a lemon and lime from Twin Lights. We'd do the groceries, and if I didn't act up, which I knew not to, <laughs> we either went to Curtis's Toy Store and I got a matchbox, or we go to Carol's newsstand and I get a hockey news. That's the first <laughs> yeah. place that got him. That remember, was huge. Now kids think you're nuts if you tell them that. Remember that place called H.C. Browns? Yes. Remember it? He was yes. right sort of where the yes. harbor ended, yeah. right? The wholesale place. My yeah. grandfather went and gave yeah. me a case of peanut butter cups. Now, did they Probably sell gas? Probably weighing 240 now. Did they sell gas? Yes, Mondello's gas station. Mondello's gas station. And the VFW was in there. That's what I always remember because uh, yep. I grew up in Gloucester but uh, from 1950 on, but I was only here in the summers till. Yep. 1970, because yep. they wouldn't let me come more than two weeks. I'm like, here's where I, I want to come. Short doses of you when I goes uh, well. That's yeah. the way it is. I had to go to Virginia for a month wow. in 100 degrees That's and like work on your a sister. farm. Yeah. In an elevator. Uh, Not good. And then it was like, we got to come to Gloucester for 10 days. And of course, we wanted to be well. in Gloucester. Yeah. And then they so expanded it to two weeks. But it yeah. was like kissing your sister. Yeah. You're like, please, yeah. let me stay. It's like a handshake for me. Uh, a mortician, you know, uh, he doesn't really mean it. He wants yeah. the cash. Yeah. So, one of those deals. But I remember old Gloucester because you'd yep. walk in those days. Gloucester was laid out yep. like in the 30s and 40s, right yep. through the 50s. Yep, those were the days. Then my father tells me, "Well, bless the soul, he's gone now." About how there was five first nationals. One was a dry store. They didn't have meat on every yeah. corner. Only thing I can remember when I was a kid, you had the neighborhood stores. Collie oh, Witham was down by yeah. us, uh, Crit uh, Witham's Country Store. Yeah. You had Crittenden's on. Crittenden lost yeah, down by where uh, yeah. Jimmy lives. By the bus barn. They're yeah. all gone. Every one of them. Nickus's, I actually worked there in high school. Oh, is that right? Three days and two days. I wish I was never there. We'll, we'll go any further into Nickus, that. Nickus, that Nickus is now market. the tanning salon. Yeah, that I yeah, think right. might have been the third right back then because yeah. she cracked the whip and you ran. You were in the stockade down in the cellar. But I remember going to Nickus a lot. So yeah. they actually had some good stuff they, in there. Hockey yeah. news in yeah. there, too. <laughs> hockey news there, too. I think I got my first plastic police badge in there after I left church because I was good. Now, you mentioned Jim's old man. Yeah. Uh, but you know Jim's father-in-law who that is, right? Of course I do. Yeah. My favorite Gloucester guy. Well, he's one of my best friends. Yeah. Uh, and he does me, all my uniforms to this day, and I go in twice a week to make sure he's not on the floor. Oh, that. And okay, he says, thank you, Scott. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's. I call him the happiest guy he's in Gloucester a great guy. after you. He was actually in the <laughs> Navy with my father. Oh, the uh, World War II veterans that are left, my father just passed. I believe the only, if I, I might be wrong, uh, the two Mondellos, the brothers. Yeah, it's an older uh, brother. Linquata. Yeah. Mr. Linquata, yeah. whose son runs the Gloucester House, and George Belezos, the ex-fireman. Yeah. By the, the way, we never said gone. his name, but Joe Mondello, folks, is Yeah, Mondello, we great about. guy. The Mondellos yeah. were great people. Oh, great. What they did for yeah. the Fife and Drum Corps for St. Peter's, and he's a great guy. Anybody yeah. says something bad about Joe Mondello, needs to take some pills and just go to sleep. <laughs> There's something wrong with him. So wait, you're saying your father was on that destroyer or whatever? He, he, he was, was in on? the Navy with him. Yeah, whatever that boat. I don't know if it was a destroyer. It wasn't on the same boat. Yeah. Yep. But uh, boy, Joe, I went in there and I had, he was fixing a belt and he was telling me yep. these stories. But what's the difference between he and my father? Joe is very proud. Not that my father wasn't. I tried to get my father, I was going to buy it for him, the purple hot plate. He yeah. wanted no part of it. Oh. Okay? Yeah. 
he had his medals at his sister's house. His sister passed away. All of a sudden, the medals disappeared, which oh. got me rather irate. Yes. Myself and my mom wrote Washington. They sent them to us. That is a new one. Do you think I can find them? And now he's passed away. He probably hit him somewhere. Uh, yeah. I'll probably need uh, five Boy Scout troops to find him. <laughs> and probably the canine dog if it's working today. <laughs> but but the, the thing I'm getting at is my father was very low-key. And his line to me always was, people who talk about the service, and I'm sure it's like not me and Mondello. I know he saw a ton of stuff. He said most, now created now, most people that talk about it, were never Didn't there. Do it. They yeah. probably ran the bookstore yeah. on the boat. That's right. And my and the second thing he'd always say to me is, I passed more buoys than they did telephone poles. Yes. But I don't care to yeah. discuss it. I remember for years they tried to get him down to the uh, uh, to bring his uh, pictures and his uniforms down to uh, a very good friend of mine, uh, Lucio Romero. He didn't want nothing to do with that. I remember Jack Alexander's dad, John. Yep. Same way. Yeah, he used to be my landlord. Didn't? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. On, oh, why? You lived Perkins in Street. Perkins oh, Street. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. But he obviously was in some heavy yep. action. Yep. Same with Joe. They yeah. won't. They don't want to talk about. My it. father had two yeah. purple eyes. You never yeah. know it. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't talk. I mean, That's just, just the way he was. Yeah. Wouldn't go to reunions. Yeah. I tried to talk to uh, John Alexander about it. He wouldn't. Nope. No, he's the same way. No, yeah. But see, some of them are yeah. that way. And yeah. some people, it's all over there. Yeah. And God love them. Yeah. They should be proud. They did a lot to help people. Well, we're getting short on time, but I will say this. Um, I have always felt that no matter how much new equipment they get, no matter how many wismos and gizmos, policing is still all about the relationships of the people. Life. And it also, for future contact, it's meeting people like you I that makes kids yeah. get so that cops are not to yep. be feared, but no. to be worked with. You know? And I am in total agreement with that. They should understand that they should be able to go with you and be comfortable with you, and you should help, and that's what you get. Well, that's from. right. And the best cops encourage that because it's not always them as the authoritarian, hey, I'll tell you what to think. And yet, rather, you have an interchange with them, you react, and the cop isn't always just, sit down, shut up. Yeah. You know, but of course, if they want to turn it up a little bit, yeah. my volume's a lot louder oh, than Oh, I'm sure it is. And, and RCA <laughs> was always better than Motorola. <laughs> yeah. so, but I try not to do that. Yeah. I've always been one that you get a lot more with honey than you do with vinegar. Well, that's exactly And that's the way I try to go through yeah. life. Well, you're one of the honeys of Gloucester Cops. So I appreciate that. I want to thank our audience for being with us. Thank my engineer, Jim Capillo. Audience. Most of all. Couldn't get a good card game going in here. <laughs> Got three people in here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. See you next time on Fishtown Local. Scott Duffany was my guest. I'm Gordon Beard, your host. We'll talk to you See you guys. Next time.